Three, two, <laughs> one, record. Cinema Seven. Welcome back to Cinema Seven. We are three white men who are about to <laughs> who are about to uh, talk about Captain Marvel. Um, we're gonna try to do our best to not be as uh, as Chris Hawk showed us some reviews earlier. We're not gonna be uh, we're not gonna be like that to say. Some of the male viewers, out, uh, critics, and stuff have been uh, a little unfair. I think with their um, saying it's it's male bashing, you know. What I is this? You we can't have female superheroes. What is this? <laughs> we can't have this Sam Jackson dick. doing dishes. What, what is this? Oh, oh, why did you shoot the head off of Arnold Schwarzenegger from True Lies and not Jamie Lee Curtis? <laughs> Jamie Jamie is a male name too. Lee yeah. <laughs> Lee is a both. Ridiculous. I think that works in that, wait. I don't know. So we're dick. We're get, uh, we probably have lots of opinions. We're going to get very nerdy. We're going to talk about the comic books. We're going to talk about uh, all kinds of different aspects of this movie. And hopefully we don't sound like some of those other male Free critics. white men. <laughs> <laughs> hopefully we don't sound like them and, and sound like male chauvinistic or whatever. Uh, if we do, we apologize. We're just very nerdy. And we like three white. our comic book heroes. Three white. We're three white men. Three white men. We are three white men. Three white men. Oh, three white men. Oh. Three white men. Three white men. We are three white men. That's three white men. <laughs> but uh, usually how we start off is we talk about it non uh, spoilerly, but spoil, spoil, spoilerly, spoil, with no spoilers. But I don't know. Do you guys want to talk about no spoilers? Or you want to get right into it? Or you want to talk about how we felt about it first, then we'll start breaking it down. I think we go straight spoilers. Straight spoilers. Straight spoilers. You're probably right. Can, People have probably already seen this. Whoever's I mean, going to listen probably has already seen it. Uh, yeah. Everyone's this, isn't a, this isn't a movie people think about seeing. It's a movie people are going to go see. I, I mean, half the world has already seen this movie. Okay. You're right. Chris, Chris Hawk's seen it twice. Yeah, I wish. <laughs> so, spoilers ahead. So let's uh, let's break it down. I don't know where you guys want to start. Uh, I'm gonna say let's just talk about uh, I'm Brie gonna Larson. Ignore. I'm gonna ignore you. You're gonna ignore uh, me. Okay, Chris Hawk. Here's my question for you. Okay, go ahead. Why didn't she age between the the time of this movie and the mid credits scene? Why why didn't she age? I think it has to do with the Tesseract. The uh, how her how how she got her powers from the Tesseract cube, similar to how Quicksilver and um, Scarlet Witch got their powers. I think it does something to do you, them. Do you think I'm not they're going to explain this, or they're just going to ignore it? I guarantee they're going to ignore it. Yeah, I, I, I'm pretty sure they're never ever going to talk about it. Now, I'm so it, disappointed. At, at the mid at the mid credit scenes, it did look like she was a little older, but not enough. Twenty years, t- almost thirty years. Her I believe hair's it. longer. Thirty years. Her hair is longer. I don't think she looked older. I think she looked uh, like, you know, messed up because she just probably came from some sort of fight. You know, Captain Marvel 2 lead into this or whatever. She looked super serious. And that's interesting. You you think that Captain Marvel 2 is going to be like a Wonder Woman 1984? <laughs> 2004? You know, it's, it's not going to be Captain Marvel 2 is not going to be after Endgame, but it's going to be before Endgame. Yeah, I think so. Well, I mean, if if we're 
just going based on what we think the sequel will be why have why have ronin say she's going to come back to her we don't want ronin as another villain we don't want i don't want to see he's dumb he lost in a dance off <laughs> that's What's, i mean i think it's like the worst villain to bring back let's let's redeem him but, he looks <laughs> weird without he looks weird without makeup I, I think a lot of people have said that and i have to agree i just you know it looked like he lost a lot of weight too i, without I feel the like black eyes I feel like the Ronin in Guardians was a lot thicker. Yeah, possibly. He probably... Maybe the war paint adds 10 pounds. I don't know. <laughs> maybe maybe because of the way space travel is different in other movies, maybe they, they assume you, you, you would just think that... Technically, now, super nerdy, when you're traveling at the speed of light, you time moves slower for you than other people. So, technically... If she is actually traveling at the speed of light with the light speed drive, and it takes, what, 2,600 light years away where the Kree homeworld is or where they're making these new homeworlds, it could technically take 30 years to get there for us, but to them, it only, it only like, months take place, which could, I mean, that could describe the time skip and why she doesn't age because she's moving at the speed of light. Which is, is proven that if you're moving at the speed of light and you age less than somebody who's not moving at the speed of light. Do you guys think there's a major plot hole when uh, the first Avengers movie, why he didn't call her then? So I think it's an immediate threat and it had to be handled right then. And if we're thinking in universal length... Maybe he thought she couldn't have been there in time. And but if she spazzled, travels at the speed of light, do you think he would know that? I think, I'm going to think Fury had confidence in his Avengers. Like uh, he knew it would be a test for them? I don't know about a test, but I think maybe he's thinking he's got these group of people together. Maybe he thinks that they can handle it. I don't think he knew that the United States shadow government was going to send a nuke to new york either so true let's let's come back to sam jackson because i have a a question about him but Mm -hmm. let's go back to brie larson what what do you guys think of how do you think she did in this movie john john John, you want to take that one you want to take that one john so i think she did good like i her as an actress great i think the character is boring um i don't i don't feel like she was really entertaining to me like i liked her acting because she gave us exactly what she was supposed to do except for her jogging like her her light jog everywhere no not serious run (laughs) i don't know about that but other than that i felt she did fine i i just think that she wasn't like the highlight all of her supporting cast like kind of overshadowed her character and i think that's based on the lines she was given and like the interactions because it was a lot of like Uh, you know quick lines or like questioning or like her figuring stuff out so it wasn't a lot of her like leading the conversation so being sarcastic it it was kind of yeah well you know that's that's her her character you know hotshot pilot green lantern over here yeah (laughs) i i i have to agree i really liked her care i really liked brie larson she did a great job for what the script entails for and that's losing your memory for most of the movie and it's not that's not good at all. You you lose a lot of motivation and psychology when you don't have memory. When you don't have your memory, basically everything else is made up on the spot on what your motivation is. And I feel like this this origin movie doesn't give her a lot of room. I mean, we see that she's sarcastic, we see that she's pretty snarky and we she she has this wiry smile whenever she's about to say something or when she thinks something funny, but I think we need to see this character grow more. And, you know, she is basically the Superman of the MCU. She's one of the strongest. And we need to see that. And I hope we see a lot. Like, that's why I'm excited for Endgame for her, because the Russo brothers take these characters and they amplify them. And that's why, you know, that's why um, Infinity War, I enjoyed Infinity War so much because of what they did to the Guardians. They had probably the best intro in Infinity War. I loved all their characters. And I think. They didn't give a lot just because of the fact that she lost her memory. Just she's playing catch up the entire movie. I, I'm going to have to 
disagree. Like I, I well, I'm not disagreeing to argue. I'm just disagreeing because I personally felt like her acting and her line delivery was not even that great. Like I thought it was very cheesy and corny at sometimes. Like it, it didn't I didn't take her serious at all. Mario, this like, was a nineties movie. Of course it's gonna be cheesy. Well, her acting was very cheesy. I just thought to her, like, the way she delivered the lines was corny. I don't know. I, I didn't, I couldn't get behind it. Like, I, I just, I, I cringed, like, every time she spoke. That's See, I just don't, me. I didn't, I didn't feel that way at all because, I mean, you have to accept, if, if, if it's consistent throughout the movie, I don't think it's bad delivery. I think that's the character they wanted to portray. It wasn't like back and forth like she was really good at it and then she was really bad i think it that was the tone of the whole movie now i'll tell you what lines i did not like even though i like the scroll character fucking ben mendelson is that that's his name like yeah. i could not take him seriously with his lines because they were they were all like a joke and they were bad jokes i just couldn't take them seriously even though i like him like as an actor I couldn't take that character seriously, even though the sweatshirt scene was my favorite scene in the movie. Oh, man, that's that's crazy because Ben Mendelsohn had some of my favorite scenes in the movie. I'm not saying he had bad scenes. I just, oh, yeah, I'm so, just saying his delivery of lines kind of. His, his, it was his, awkward. Just the lines, not even the delivery. It was the lines he, w- he was given were kind of odd. There was moments, too, where he was jokey when he when they were portraying was, him as. Yeah, when they were portraying him as the villain. And he was saying like super jokey things, and I was like, "Is he the villain or is he comic relief?" I'm a little confused here. Well, he wasn't the villain, clearly. Well, clearly, but <laughs> in the movie, when I guess in the beginning, you know, when they're kind no, of portraying him, that's exactly what I'm thinking of when I I made the comment I made is yeah. that, is that area. It was just kind of off for the character at that point in the movie. You know, it was like, okay, this guy, like, you don't know he's not the villain, even mm-hmm. though had my suspicions, but you know. Do you guys Over, th- overall though, I think I think she's a good addition. I just want to see what they do with her character because of how powerful she is. She she is so strong. Like it's crazy strong. She just blew up ships like it was nothing. She can travel faster than the speed of light. Like it's nothing with a jump drive, of course, with a you know, with a ship. But it's just she is so powerful. I'm talking almost maybe not it's not Superman level, but in the MCU. She's one of the top dogs. So I want to see, I want to see how they, they Superman or how they Clark can't Superman or how Superman is so humble. He's, you know, he's awesome. Superman's awesome. That's what I was saying. Superman, see what she does. What? How does she get her powers in the comic books? It's almost the same way. Not, not through the Tesseract, but it's through like a, it has to do with a ship or like this. Cree engine that they're making and Marvel Marvel is actually part of it. He's like he's the male. He's I think he's I believe he's male and it's been a long time since I read the origin story. Like the original. Yeah, yeah. it's pretty it's pretty similar. There's like an explosion of an engine with yeah, it's like almost the same thing, just not the same setting. Right. It's the Tesseract isn't involved or the uh, the space stone. Space Gem isn't involved, but a an explosion of some type. Marvel, uh, I forget uh, Jude Law's name, but Jude Law's character is involved because he's like the main antagonist for um, Carol Danvers, uh, and then Carol Danvers. I think all three of those are involved. What do you guys think of his character? I kind of thought he was a little like I thought his turn was going to be predictable. At first, I thought he was going to be a scroll. But then I didn't see, I honestly didn't see the flip coming where they're going to make the scroll good, the scroll good, or technically not the villains. So I thought he was going to be a scroll, but I think I saw it coming that he was going to be a villain or he was going to be the main antagonist. I just like the fact that the scrolls weren't the bad guys. Do you think that affects trying to do Secret Wars later? So I don't think they're going to do Secret Invasion anytime soon. Not until after they have a bigger cast of heroes, because Secret Invasion only works when you have a bigger cast. I mean, civil. I mean, I mean, they did Civil War with such a small cast too, and they made it work. But Secret Invasion works because it was almost 
a hundred heroes that got switched and it was crazy. I'll have to ask you a question later about them talking about Marvel versus X-Men or Avengers versus X-Men. But I, I do love the fact that the scrolls weren't immediately bad guys because there's different there's different sects. Uh, I mean, like, you know, groups of scrolls. You know, there's like scrolls that believe in a prophet. There's scrolls that are peaceful and there's scrolls that are like all about war. And so yeah. and like, so I I like it that this one didn't show them as bad guys. And then we're like, oh, of course, we're going to have scrolls as the bad guys in phase four. And they kind of turned it around. You scrolls are actually these scrolls are actually the good guys. I think it actually honestly would be better if phase four scrolls slowly infiltrated it and it was the next phase after that. I think that would that would be cooler. Like a whole setup that you don't even see coming. Because it's not the focus. But I mean, rumors will get out there and people will know. So unfortunately, that won't happen. Right. Let's go back to Samuel Jackson. He did you guys feel he was kind of the comic relief in this movie? I like the fact of how much time they gave Samuel Jackson. I think that's very refreshing. I I do like Nick Fury's character. You just don't see enough of him. And the fact that they showed different sides to him that he I mean he wasn't all badass in this movie. Like he kind of kind of wasn't that great until, you know. Do you think it's a total parts. Do you think it's a total flip of character by the time we get to Nick Fury and like uh, during the Iron Man and Avengers period? I think 30 years can make a man jaded. I agree. I do love his interactions with Goose. It's probably one of some of my favorite parts of the movie. I think he had the most, I feel like he had the most lines of the movie. I definitely think he does. He, and that's, that was part of my problem with Captain Marvel as the character is Nick Fury is leading most of the conversations and the scenes and not the, you know, the key character of the movie. But again, I think that's related to plot and the character and where they have her. But I mean, I think I was fine with him. I, uh, I didn't have a lot of problems with him and, you know, young, young Samuel Jackson. I mean, I felt it was believable. Man, that, that guy's 70 years old and that de-aging technology that Marvel has is it industrial light and magic that does it? And yeah. I don't know. It's credible. Incredible. It looked really good. Yeah, I mean, they've come a long way with uh de or like, you know, de-aging people like that. And but it was it was it was pretty good. I I mean I I would say he was you know probably the best character in the movie. How do you guys feel about him losing his eye like that? I know a lot of people said it was anticlimactic, but I guess it was kind of funny, you know, for a good haha. <laughs> I think it makes sense. I mean, you build up this like big deal over all these years, like you never find out, and then you see that, you know, he's just been embellishing a story the entire time. I think it kind of it kind of makes sense cuz a lot of stories start off, you know, with ridiculous rumors and they were never that. And uh, Nick Fury is no different, you know? He's just a normal guy trying to look more badass. <laughs> How'd you guys feel about Coulson's uh, de-aging? I thought he just had way too much makeup on. <laughs> I, I, I don't even... Honestly, I'm not the biggest Coulson fan. I mean, I, I get how important he was to the Avengers. People go crazy for him. Like, people were, like, legit mad that he didn't... He only had, like, seconds of screen time. I'm like, yeah, it's... It wasn't that big of a deal to me. I didn't. I I didn't need him there. Honestly, like every time he comes on screen, it takes me a minute to remember his name. Yep. Because I'm like, wait, wait a minute. Oh I yeah. I forgot okay. his name too. I forgot. People his... care about this guy. He was, yeah, he was a little unnecessary. Was there anything at all that you guys felt was unnecessary, like the way they connected so much? The only thing I don't know if I felt unnecessary, but the one of the songs that didn't land for me was uh, the No Doubt song in the uh, spaceship mm -hmm. it just didn't feel right with that fight scene so I yeah I, I did want to actually talk about the soundtrack uh i feel it's it's too uh you know theme related to the movie it didn't fit in some cases i felt i didn't feel the nirvana song fit either to be honest i didn't dun, feel dun, like it was dun, 90s dun. enough let me just say i I didn't even hear that nirvana song guys nirvana is just so terrible i didn't even hear it i just so terrible. I just blocked out that part of the movie with the worst song ever from Nirvana. 
It's just terrible. I feel like you're, you know, splitting a fan base here. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Three white men. <laughs> How about, uh, I was hoping she would start looking for Turner and Hooch. <laughs> in that blockbuster. <laughs> Turner and Hooch. How do you not feel it was 90s enough? They, had, they shoved know. it in your face the whole time. It just, I mean, it... It had some elements of the 90s, but maybe they should just put a 90s filter over the camera and just make it look like it was from the 90s. Sepia, right? That's the 90s filter? Yeah. It's sepia? Just do that. I would have felt fine with that. (laughs) Not the things in the movie. (laughs) The actual film style. You didn't feel it was like like it was from the 90s, Mario? It's like we're watching home movies over here. I mean, I, I just didn't feel connected to, like, I didn't feel like it was, obviously, I saw the things that You didn't looked, like the Game Boy? 90s. I did like the Game Boy. Stop. Stop. Stop telling me of things I should like, because I have a Game Boy still. Obviously, I saw things that were, I was like, oh, that's 90s. The music is 90s, but it just, I still didn't feel like I was in the 90s watching the movie, you know what I mean? Like, I... Wow. I did you know you were in the 90s? Because they never actually tell you. Well, <laughs> if the lights came on and I was in like uh, some Janko jeans and a weird uh, samurai button down shirt. I, I really do think <laughs> that could have been the one thing they could have done is add more actual people walking around. That yeah. would have been, been kind of cool because you only ever see agents and then the main like, you know, aliens slash agents. I don't. I don't know that we see like one civilian minus the guy in his car. The, we see those surfer security. bros. Those surfer bros guys. Those oh yeah, bros. the difference, the distance, yeah. Surfer but like, bros. they they go real quick through that train, so you can't really get a look at like everybody else. That's mm-hmm. okay. How about the Stanley tribute in the beginning? I, I was uh, not prepared. I I teared up instantly. I was like, oh shit! I was not prepared. I loved it. I I hope they. You know what? That should be the new intro for the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Just do the one for the rest Stan. of the year. For no, forever. I don't care about other characters. Just give me Stan. Do it twice. Do the Stan one, and then do the other one with all the dumb MCU characters. Stan's our man. What do you think of his cameo? I loved it. Are you kidding me? I love mall rats. Dude, was it really his, him doing his mall rat lines? No, it wasn't really him. That was CGI. Really. Uh, did he do did he record his voice for it do you guys know I have no idea I'm looking it up yeah now now you got me thinking I don't know if he did his cameo for it was very quick too like it was like Mallrats I was like oh god Mallrats (laughs) (laughs) true believers yeah you know that was actually him that was yeah that's what it says so that's his he, last one. He's already completed his cameos for uh, Captain Marvel, Avengers Endgame, the new Spider-Man. Holy cow. Spider-Man's yeah. got to do a big thing for him. Is there any other plot elements or anything you guys wanted to talk about for Captain Marvel? I just, I just can't wait to see what they do with this character. This, this one was so... I just, I don't know. I just felt like there wasn't enough development. And it was just, just to give us her and then get to Endgame. Honestly, like I wasn't, I wasn't very high on the movie, but I don't think it was bad. I mean, yeah, I, I don't, I wouldn't say it was like the best thing I've ever seen, but I liked it for what it was. But honestly, I went into it with a zero expectation Same. thinking, uh, you know, it would be kind of boring because Captain Marvel herself in the comics is not the, the most exciting comic to read unless she's doing things with other people. The Avengers. I, uh, <laughs> I do like the, uh, the kid. The kid in there, that's pretty cool. She's in the comics. Really? Yeah. She's, uh, she, she goes by like, uh, Photon or Pulsar or something. Yeah, she has her own powers. Oh, wow. Something to come, I assume. That'd be so kind of neat. She might get a recast in, like, uh, you know, the the later movies and have do do something. If I remember correctly, I, uh, her best friend also used the powers of Captain Marvel for a while, too. I think that is accurate. Yeah, she she gets them for... I don't know why, but... So what's the difference between Captain Marvel and Miss Marvel? 
Same character. Just same a rebrand. Just a rebranding. Well, it's it's not the same character anymore. S- same person. Carol so, Danvers. So how I always thought it was, was there was the guy, Captain Marvel, and then there was Miss Marvel, and then they kind of just were like, let's turn the guy into Captain Marvel. They're the, let's turn the guy into the, the female, Captain Marvel, or give the female the powers, and then she gives her powers to the new Miss Marvel. Is that how it is, or... Are you, talk- are you talking about the... Um... I'm talking about how we get to the new Miss Marvel. Because originally it was a guy, right? Captain Marvel was a dude. Yeah. And then there was also Miss Marvel. Right. Who was in that weird suit that John sometimes used on Ultimate Alliance. Right. The one Correct. with the, the single lightning bolt down the chest. Yes. And, and the weird uh, bodysuit, swimsuit, singlet thing. It's a, it's a one piece. One piece. Sorry. With Did, gloves and boots. With gloves and boots. So, do they take away that Miss Marvel and then just make her Captain Marvel? And then for the new one, Captain Marvel gave her her powers? Is that how it it works? If I remember correctly, Miss Marvel is the protector of Earth. When she becomes Captain Marvel, she not only becomes the protector of Earth, but also the protector... Of the galaxy? Uh, of the universe? So, it's, if she, it's been a so long when she time. becomes... So when she be, John, do you know? Do you know what I'm talking about? You're talking about the Kamala Khan, the new Ms. Marvel? Yeah. So, when she... Basically, Kamala Khan idolizes her. Yeah. And she starts calling herself that. And then she actually meets Carol Danvers. And Carol Danvers says, Oh, yeah, you're basically here more than I am anyway. And, uh, you know, I've been going by blah, blah, blah now, so you can take that title. And she just goes by her own title. But, like, <laughs> what actually, it behind the actual, you know, significance of it, I don't actually know. Chris Hawk may be right, and it's, she, she associates that with defending Earth, so she does not, you know, associate with that anymore because she's out doing, you know, galactic things. I don't actually know the significance between her choosing to let Kamala Khan become Miss Marvel. I just know she actually does it. It's in the comics. I remember reading it, but I read it so long ago. I don't remember if there's a reason why. But Carl Danvers used to be Miss Marvel, right? Yeah, correct. And then she just became Captain Marvel. Because the guy was super boring, in my opinion. So, honestly, what I'm seeing is, is that to keep Marvel, what Marvel did is to keep the trademark Captain Marvel, they had to keep an ongoing story was it from the 60s blah 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 and then late 60, 1960s Marvel gained the trademark Captain Marvel with their first series is that then, so uh so, that, so DC we, didn't to, have to retrain to retain their trademark Marvel has had to publish a Captain Marvel title at least once every 2 years since so basically it's it's a little bit of repurposing their character and you and making them actually be important to the story. So it said in July 2012, Carol Daniels, the longtime superheroine heroine known as Miss Marvel, assumed the le- the mantle of Captain Marvel, and that's the current series by Kelly Sue uh, DeConnick. Okay. Yeah, and the, that's I mean what the I was whole wondering. the whole reason Shazam's not Captain Marvel is because DC let the trademark expire, and then Marvel took it immediately. That's I mean that's realistically what happened. So they had to call him. I mean, people associated him with Shazam anyway. Like, yeah, he would say that when he would transform. So they were like, whatever, <laughs> whatever. He's Shazam. I'm sure they would have kept it despite him this entire time if they had never lost it. And that's funny that Shazam comes out soon right after this. I'm excited for that. Oh, man. So excited. I didn't want to see the new trailer for it because I've been I've been trying not to watch trailers. And uh, I was kind of mad that I saw it for Captain Marvel. I was kind of mad. Is there anything else you guys liked about Captain Marvel that you you didn't get to mention? I like the callbacks. The bunker that they went into was the bunker that they destroyed in the beginning of the Avengers. That's what I that's what I figured. It held the Tesseract. I I said that to Ronnie in the theater. I was like, I bet that's from the that's the bunker from Avengers. Because the hallway looked the same. They're the tunnel that they drove through. 
That's because they don't have any other sets. I don't know how <laughs> I don't know how I feel about um, Carol Danvers' call sign being Avenger. Uh, two on the nose, maybe. I, I don't know. If, I don't know if that suited her as a as a pilot. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Call signs really don't make any sense. So it was just it was just too on the nose. Do you know what I'm saying? Like when yeah. Nick Fury's writing up something in a Word document and he goes, the protector initiative. And then he looks at a picture of her. And of course, the Avenger is her call sign. And uh, it's, eh. I liked how the cat was goose. That was a throwback or that was I, a call to Top Gun. I love that. That was great. You know what I didn't like? What? Like the first thirty minutes of the movie, a lot. I I've read that that's a lot of people say that's their weakest part of the movie is that the first thirty minutes. It's just it was you could easily you could tell they were trying to fit so much information into it to get to like the real plot of the movie that mm-hmm. it just did not flow well. And the movie's only two hours and four minutes. Like I feel like they could have added thirty minutes and people would not have been mad. Yeah, because it did it did feel like it did feel rushed. I think that's where it felt rushed for me because. Ultimately, I said the whole movie felt rushed, but I, I I think now that I'm thinking about it, it was mainly that 30 minutes where it was just like, let's get to here. And then. Yeah, it, it, it slows down after, you know, she starts doing her stuff. But at first it's like, remember this. Remember that. Remember this. All right, let's go here. Let's talk to this. Let's talk to the central intelligence. <laughs> talk to the central intelligence. <laughs> oh, we're, we're grappling each other. Don't Grapple. use your powers. You have a weird thing on your neck. We'll explain this later. <laughs> Don't use your emotion. Don't, don't use them. Don't use them. Control your emotions. I do. Oh, look, I'm with a squad. They all have cool stuff. Let's not develop any of them. I tell you what, I like that, though, and I'm mad they didn't develop all of them because that was Did one of my guys, favorite parts. That's why I brought it up. You guys like that chick that looked like Widowmaker? Sniper Bay? Sniper Bay. Widowmaker. Perfect oh, choice. She was, Just make a Widowmaker movie right there. Boom. She was Sniper Bay. Sniper Bay. I didn't want her to die in the beginning, but then once I found out she was bad, I wanted her to die. Kree <laughs> <laughs> are the bad guys. The Kree, everyone's the bad guy. Ronan the Accuser, bro. Oh my goodness. At least, uh, what's I his name? I thought he was going to have more of a, I thought he was going to have more in the movie. Because they pumped it up, they made it seem like he was going to do more. Do you guys want to get Ronan the Accuser tattoos? <laughs> <laughs> Just the like, eye makeup and lipstick. And his hammer. And his hammer. <laughs> <laughs> My brother goes, he's like, why is he always holding that hammer? I'm like, it's symbolic, okay? He's, it's not, he's not going to do anything with it. It's symbolic. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, what's he going to do with that hammer from space? He's Nothing. Not do it's anything symbolic, it. bro. It's <laughs> so they know who he is. He's the accuser. <laughs> they all are the accusers. No, he's the accuser. Yeah, uh, it's technically that's that he's the I only bet one. You, I bet you what happens is the Cree wipe them out or something or get rid of them or something, and that's what makes him mad. Because they weren't very clear what makes him mad against the Cree. Because he wants to kill all the Cree. You know? Like to connect him in this movie and then not explain why he's mad. Was, I, I was like, we're connecting everything else here. Why not explain why Ronan's mad? But then again, if they set him up to be Captain Marvel's villain again. I hope not. Maybe they'll explain it then. I hope so. I hope Ronan he has the like accuser a... accuser 2020. I hope Captain Marvel 2 starts off with Ronan having a dream of him dancing. And then it's he like, wakes up. He has to go undercover <laughs> in a dance club. Yeah. <laughs> And that, that's, what, that's why he was so shocked and defeated when Star-Lord started dancing. He was like, I, I had a dream like this like 30 years ago. Like 15 bring, years he ago. He brings his hammer to the dance club. <laughs> <laughs> it's symbolic, bro. <laughs> they have to know. He's undercover, but they need to know who he is. <laughs> that guy's an accuser. Okay. And the accuser. The accuser. But he's also a very nice guy. And he's a good dancer. <laughs> Real talk. You know what I'm really glad about? I'm really glad they didn't sexualize Captain Marvel. That's what I'm saying. There was no, there wasn't like any ass shots. There was no like cleavage or anything. Like I actually, I actually like that they didn't like focus on that because so much of like Scarlett Johansson in the Avenger movies, they focus on her butt. Or but that's the part of her character. She's a Black Widow. 
That, that's Black Widow, okay? Black that's, Widow. that's a character. <laughs> Three white men. <laughs> Three white men. And then in the Avengers, uh, there's that one scene where the lady who looks out the window and she, like all her her tits are out. I'm Whoa. like, well, she's, she's a waitress. That's part of the gig. <laughs> I mean, honestly, if you want tips, I guess you can say that. But if you want tits. T- <laughs> Three white men. You Three shouldn't seven. tip your weight staff based on their physical assets, okay? It's performance oh based. Oh my god. Okay. Well, fucking three white men over here. Yeah. <laughs> you know. You, you know what I was real talk. You know what I was like. I do love the end uh, fight scene between uh, Carol Danvers and Jude Law. I, A lot of people were pooping on that. I think. I think it's. It, it encapsulates what the movie's about: being a woman. And not having to prove herself. Just like how, you know, really white men, we don't got to prove ourselves. Well, white men, privileged, very privileged. I don't have to prove anything to you. I felt it was a great line for Carol. And it just, it was, I thought it was wonderful. And it wrapped up the ending really nice for me. I loved that part. I liked her friend. I thought her friend was really cool. Monica? Yeah. Monica's the kid. Monica's the kid? Yeah, it's Maria's her name. Are, Are you, you sure? going to say what I think you're going to say, Chris Hawk? Did yeah, I'm you, pretty positive. What am I going to say? Did you get a they're in love kind of vibe? I was going to ask that because I, I must have missed it because I wasn't looking for it. I, a, I got that. I totally got that vibe right away. And then like they kind of downplayed it. But I at first I felt like they were like a, a couple. So when he... When she first sees him. Which she, I would have been all for. I honestly, I'm not trying to say it, like, I'm not trying to in, insult it or say that it it was stupid that they played on that. No, I totally, like, they were, it to me, it felt that way, and I was hoping they actually were. Mario's 100% champion for the LGBTQ now, because <laughs> he just went to a it's drag, Steven, drag look, race last night, so he is super, super. <laughs> look, that was, it was actually pretty fun. Okay. Everyone yeah, I talked to about it. Her name is Maria. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just looked it up. Yeah. So, so I didn't see it because I probably wasn't. I must. Something must have happened during that time. I must have not have seen their look. But I do remember how she said "friend" when they first met, and I was like, "Ah, oh, oh. You you also have to remember that this is set in the '90s. They didn't tell us that. Uh, that I mean. <laughs> Technically, they said 1989 and that she was been gone for six years. They did I know that's say the only time. That's the only frame of reference we get. First of all, <laughs> we don't get the actual year. <laughs> yeah, I know. But I, I totally got that vibe. And I do think that it was handled well for the time period. Like she didn't want to, you know, outright say it because I mean, you know, Nick Fury's right there and, you know, her kids there. And that's not something that, you know, people socially accept at this time frame. But, I, you know, I'm let's do it. Why not? I totally yeah. would have been down. Captain Marvel instant boom. That would have been. Whew, I would have been. I would. I would have jumped up in my seat if I saw something happen in the movie. Now, before we give final grades, I wanted to ask you, Chris Hawk, because you have a daughter. Daughter. A daughter. You're you're a father to the daughter. Forge. Forge. Can you hear me? Do, would you let her? What? Like, are you? Um. How may I ask this? Would I let her Are play football? Ex- sure. I'm not afraid of concussions. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> well, that's, that's good. But- Is that an Antonio Brown transition? <laughs> <laughs> you, mean, you mean Mr. Big Chest, okay? Uh-oh. Mr. Big Chest. Business is booming. <laughs> no, let's, uh, let's go back to your question, Mara. Go ahead. Are you excited for her to watch this when she gets older? I want her to see the movies that she can look up to and be like, I want to be just like them. I want to I emulate them. I want to be strong. I want to be smart. Because that's, that's really all these mo- superhero movies are all about. It's just looking up role models. You know, feel good vibes. I can't, I, I'm not afraid to show her these movies. Of course, I mean, they're PG-13, so I might show it to her when she's like 10. So, I don't know. It's, there's only... I would, what I wouldn't show her would be like rated R movies with like gratuitous sex scenes, probably. I mean, I don't know. I honestly don't know until I get there. It depends on how mature she is. Okay. 
I was just like wondering if you were encouraging the girl power or or if you felt. Oh, this are you had... kidding me? I'm going to be the biggest feminist ever. I mean, you probably already almost there. Nah, I, mean, I feel I like care. every dad is in a, is in a way. I mean, if she wants to be a princess, who has I will door. do. I I will do princess stuff with her. If she wants to do, if she wants to be some football player, I will football player with her i don't know what that means but if, if she whatever you will tear your acl right i'll do it again for her what whatever whatever evelyn wants to do i will support her as long as it doesn't do bodily harm to her and us and a family like if she doesn't want to do anything girly that's fine it's her choice mm-hmm. john do you think girls can look up to this captain marvel in this movie do, do you think uh, women can feel like this is one of their heroes. I think that's what Marvel was going for, and I uh, think that they did a good job, and will continue to build the character in a way that uh, people could feel that way, yes. So, I say we give our final grades. I say we do it. Alright, I'll go first. John Kenoki, go. Alright, uh, based solely on, I just want to mention this, Mario. Did you enjoy uh the scroll and the sweatshirt as much as I did. <laughs> I did. At the dinner table. Yes. Because I saw that. I leaned over to Jennifer. I was like, I love this. It's my favorite part. <laughs> I instantly knew that you would be right there with me. Like, I felt you next to me. Yeah. I felt did it. You, did you feel Force Ghost me right next to you? Just give you a thumbs up. I did. You know, I looked over. <laughs> go to was, Dagobah. John, go to was, Dagobah. It was Nick Nookie's girlfriend, but I actually saw you there. <laughs> And I said, that man's wearing a sweatshirt, and he's an alien with elf ears. So with that scene alone, uh, Samuel L. Jackson's rendition of Mr. Postman, and uh, the scroll twist that I did not see coming, but taking away the Jude Law twist that I saw from the beginning, because I don't know, it's Jude Law, I'll give it a solid seven. And that's not a bad seven. That's a that's a pretty good seven. But I don't. I wouldn't say it's like the best Marvel movie I've ever seen. Chris Hawk, what kind of rating do you have for us today? I'm gonna let you know. I'm making it up. Just so I'm gonna go last. Okay. So I liked I liked the team aspect in the beginning. I thought that was pretty cool. I liked her fighting them. I liked the cat. I liked the sweatshirt. One question. One more question for John, though. John, does yeah. the scroll in the sweatshirt top? Uh, Infinity War, Peter Dinklage. Uh, I'm, unfortunately, no. I have seen Peter Dinklage three times in theaters, and I hope he shows up in Endgame so I can see him again. Wouldn't that be great? He fixed uh, Monir. You want to get tattoos of Peter Dinklage? Let's do it. Let's do it. Right Saying next where's my, the hammer? What, what right if, next to what my if, Ronin. What if, what if Peter Dinklage's guy is wearing the Warface of Ronan the Accuser. He's holding the hammer. Holding the hammer. I'll give Captain Marvel a 7.5 out of 10. Got a one-up mass out of Yeah, I'm not, I'm not high in this movie. I'll just give it a better score than John did. <laughs> I just, you know, my 7 is purely based on the fact that I can't remember what I grade in any other movies. So it's like, I don't want to... Be like, oh yeah, nine, and I give like you know, Civil <laughs> War an eight point five. It has been a while since we've actually sat down and gave movies grades. To be honest, right? So yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong, I liked it, but you know, so of I course mean, my I'm, my grade might change too. So because I we haven't graded anything in a while, <laughs> maybe I'll give it a seven as well. Why not seven? Chris Hawk, sorry, continue. I don't even know how to grade movies anymore. I have completely <laughs> lost faith in myself. You never and- knew how to grade movies. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. You never did actually grade them. I just don't like putting them on a numerical scale. Okay? I'm going to give it a love it. So, this I, I really, really enjoy this movie. I didn't think I would enjoy it as much as I did. I believe this is one of the s- stronger origin stories that marvel has done so far but of course origin stories have the they are not as strong as they could be and this one i think is the same way with what they were trying to do it's just marvel's origin stories don't do a lot 
it it takes them a full another movie to get the character going and i i did like this movie i liked carol danvers she was very snarky i hope that they give her a somewhat i think her only character flaw is that she's kind of rash and um i hope they build on that i like nick fury i liked seeing a lot of nick fury Nick Fury is a character that doesn't really get a lot of screen time, and he's always serious. So seeing a lighter side of Nick Fury, seeing him with the Goose, was, it was very funny. I thought the biggest laugh in the entire theater came when uh, Goose did his crazy thing, and uh, people were going nuts. And like a little kid behind me was like, what was that? I thought that was uh, probably one of the best theater moments. I love the Squirrel Trist. I love the... I love the fact that Carol Danvers is a straight up badass. And I'm going to say, how am I going to rate this movie? I don't even know how I'm going to rate this movie. I'm just going to say I really, really enjoyed this movie. And I think that Marvel just can't do no wrong. Except for Doctor Strange and Dark World. But other than that, I feel like the fact that we have the first woman-centered movie, woman lead actor from Marvel after 16 movies. I think they should have done it sooner. But the fact that we're doing it now is a good step. The fact that we're getting a Black Widow movie is a good step. Even though uh, I don't know if a solo Black Widow movie is a person that I would look up to as a woman. I don't know if I could even tolerate a black widow movie like i don't even care she's been she's been such a background character in my opinion and and the way they tossed her around and have treated her i just as a character i i i'm just not interested in her as a character well i'm just glad marvel finally put I think I've been talking about these characters for a long time. I wanted to see a Black Panther movie. I wanted to see a Captain Marvel movie. And I wanted to see a good X-Men movie. And I've gotten two out of the three. And I'm glad that Marvel's doing different stuff now. They might be still doing the Marvel way. The Marvel the oh, way, how they do most of sure. their movies. But I really enjoyed Captain Marvel. It was a great surprise. Um... Nine out of ten. What? Whoa! You just gave us a number grade? What? I think that was a grade on his grade. My goodness. I don't think it was actual movie grade. I, I think he was grading his review. I write, <laughs> I write my review. <laughs> I mean, you do give us a Hon- big... Uh, Honestly, thing, so. I thought this movie was very enjoyable. I had a lot of good laughs. Typical Marvel movie laughs. There are a lot of good chuckles. Good lore building, I believe. I like how think, a lot of people think it's retconning some of the things they've done, but I do like the callbacks that I've gotten from the Avengers movies, from the Ant-Man and Wasp movies, from any... What is it? Uh, I'm trying to think. But this, the good callbacks, I really like how... What's another good movie that did a uh, prequel really good? It wasn't the Hobbit movies. Um... Star Wars. <laughs> Whoa, splitting the fan base. <laughs> That's not what I'm talking about. Oh, but, oh um, really? No, 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 no. I'm talking. It doesn't matter. We'll get what to I'm that saying, later. Okay. Oh, the thing. Did you see the thing? The prequel to the thing. <laughs> you mean the thi- the thing? <laughs> the thing. The prequel to the thing, which is called the same thing. Yeah. I'm glad that little girls are going to see this movie and they're going to be like, I can't, I want to be her, point to her, be like, Carol Danvers, my hero. Are you hero. still reviewing? Yeah. Are you still, are you still, <laughs> you st- is this still your grade? This is why that 9 out of 10 means nothing. Hey, uh, okay, I gotta, I gotta ask, and I think I already know I think the answer. I think this movie's good. <laughs> I, think, I think people should see it. Okay, so I gotta ask one question. I li- really, really... Wonder, <laughs> Wonder Woman. Which one do you which one do you like better, or do you think is more impactful? Uh, Wonder Woman or Captain Marvel?
You can go first, Chris Hawk. See, Wonder Woman had a definite message for its movie. There was a definite, clear-cut message that it was trying to push the entire movie. And I applauded for that because I loved its message. I loved um, Gal Gal Gadot. Gadot. I loved her. I loved uh, Pretty Pretty Blue Eyes. What's his name? Chris Pine. I loved that movie. But I feel like I enjoyed Captain Marvel more. John, what is your opinion? I don't know. Uh, as long as you give your opinion, uh, I'll. I will say I think uh, Wonder Woman had more meaning because of the fact that it was a good DC movie that people recognized. Because mm-hmm. uh, they both do a very good job of pushing a uh, you know a strong female lead um, movie. So I mean I'm not going to knock one and say it's better than the other. There, I just think Wonder Woman. Uh, had a movie that you know basically said all right maybe dc movies aren't as bad as they could be because this movie is like kick ass and captain marvel i think suffers from being you know as chris hawk said like the 16th movie in the chain so it does have a good message it does portray that really well but it is just another marvel movie to some people that may not get that message or ignore it because they're idiots i also feel like wonder woman did the better origin story better. I think Wonder Woman had a better origin story. I just, I don't like people losing their memories and most of the movie suffers when that happens. Who had the better sidekick? Wonder Woman or Captain Marvel? Uh, Goose. Hello? But Goose wasn't, I'm, Goose Goose wasn't the sidekick. Goose was the sidekick. Nothing will ever (laughs) tell me otherwise. Captain Marvel did. You, I, I can't. Chris Pine, get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. How do you feel, Mario? What'd you think? Um, I think I was higher on Wonder Woman as a movie. So, and I think Wonder Woman did more things that felt more inspirational. Like if I were to ever have a daughter or whatever, you know, or my niece, I would show them Wonder Woman because I feel like Wonder Woman did more of the inspirational message a little better, but I felt like Captain Marvel did it more subtly. If that makes sense. I could see that. But I, I personally like Wonder Woman a little bit better. I think it was a better movie. Yeah, well, you know, that's because you're not a Marvel fanboy like Chris Hawk. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. I mean, I loved Wonder Woman, so I loved both movies. Well, that was our uh, take on uh, Captain Marvel, Three White Men. Three White Men. Uh, the only thing I want Marvel to do is give us a little more diversity. Like, I mean, they, did, they started off good, giving us a really strong female character. With Black of course, Panther, I'm not. Ta- I'm, I can't, you know, disavow all the strong female characters in Black Panther or Black Widow or Scarlet Witch. They just don't have their own movies. Do you think? Never mind. What were we gonna say? What, were we, what was that question? I want to hear it. I was gonna ask if. Do you think they have more impact? Like the the women in Black Panther, do you think they have more impact than Captain Marvel does, even though she has her own movie on women or young women? Uh, because that's another movie that I felt had a good supporting cast around. We talked about before Chadwick was kind of he was there. He was there. I think both movies portray the women in those movies successfully as the love interest and the sister and the mom. They are all very supportive of the main character. They all give him grief and they all do something important to the movie. I don't, maybe the mom does. I don't remember if the mom does. Angela Bassett was cool though. She's really cool. They're very strong characters. Right. And then on the other side, Captain Marvel, Maria, the little girl, Monica, they're all strong characters too. I don't know. I think I think every I think you can get away 
whoever you look up to, you're going to get away. Some, you're going to come away with something that you're proud of them for, that you look up to them for and, you know, model themselves after you, no matter how small screen stuff. The fact that they, we have these characters, I guarantee there are some little girls out there that those are their favorite characters. Yeah, I, I can agree with that. I just, I think people are definitely looking for more of a, a lead role to be like, okay, this is the lead. This is someone I can, uh, that that's like taking chargers, the, the front runner of said I that, movie. I think that's what you're going to see in Endgame. Is there... Is there any uh, female superhero you guys would like to see a movie made of that we haven't seen? I'd like to see a Dark Phoenix movie. No, besides that, because <laughs> they're coming out with one. I'm not excited for that. I'm kidding. Um, let's see. Go ahead, you, John. You are a little unexcited for that. Uh, how about Mario goes first? He never goes first. <laughs> Oh my! I, I have an answer, but Mario should go first. Red Sonia. I'm joking. <laughs> Aren't they making a Red Sonia movie? Uh, I think it was shelved indefinitely because of Brian Singer. Oh, that's what, gotcha, that's gotcha. what I'm thinking. Either it didn't, and he's still going along with it, or it was shelved. It's one or the other. Well, I'm not going to say Red I, Sonia I can, because I can't be. I can't be wrong. I have opinions about Red Sonia. Though in the newer comics, they seem to give her more clothes. Uh, Look, she needs more room to swing her sword. Okay. I don't, I don't, I, I really, I don't know. Like, I, I'd, I'd have to say maybe someone from DC, like, uh, what's the magic girl? Zen, Zen, oh, Zatanya, right? Zatanya, yeah. No, is it maybe Zatanya? Zatanya. Like Zatanna. Yeah. Something like something like her would be kind of neat, or um, I like Katana. So she didn't really have anything in Suicide Squad. Maybe a little more of her, or um, they could do America from Marvel, the new the newer girl they've been doing. That's uh, Latino. She would mm-hmm. be kind of neat. John. So I have uh, two. One is um, She-Hulk. I think uh, She-Hulk would be know, cool. Would be pretty cool. Uh, she's you know definitely different than the Hulk in uh, a lot of ways. Uh, I don't know if they could ever uh, do that. Do it correctly, but you know, I mean, we. I mean, how how many people saw Guardians of the Galaxy be in a movie? You know, you never know. True. And uh, if DC could get their shit together with Batman, <laughs> a good Batgirl movie would be pretty cool. <laughs> They're so focused on what's her name in the TV show, though. Ru- Ru- uh, I know. Ruby. What's her name? I, I know. <laughs> <laughs> My dad was a construction worker. So that's that's Batwoman, though. So I'm going to I'm agree with John about um, She-Hulk. I think a, a good She-Hulk movie would be great. Because uh, she kind of plays the the dual life of a superhero and a uh, a lawyer, so I think that would be pretty cool. But I'm I'm ex- most excited to seeing a very strong Susan Storm. That's what I'm most excited for. That'd be that'd be a a, a good storm, and uh, her having more. Uh, just more to her character, more development. I think would be really cool. Maybe a Black Canary, Green Arrow movie, something like that. Well, they are putting Black Canary in the uh, that we call it movie, the Harley Quinn movie. I think. Ooh. Yeah, they're doing like a Birds of Prey thing, supposedly. I don't know who's all confirmed for that though. Like, uh, yeah, is Huntress in that too? I don't know. I forget who the third person is. Like in that Birds of Prey. I think it's going to be more than three though, isn't it? Yeah, I don't know what they're doing, to be honest. I haven't paid attention because, you know, I mean, I guess eventually they'll do it. I think John really wants a Vampire Jubilee movie. What? You know it. (laughs) 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 
Vampire Diaries, Jubilee. Jubilee Diaries. Yeah, a Zaytana movie too would be cool. But, That'd be uh, dope. The problem is they're going to do Justice League Dark if they ever do that, and I can't fucking stand Dead Man. I can't stand that character. <laughs> John Dead Man is Dead so... Man. <laughs> Dead Man so is... He, he's... What does he do? <laughs> look, look. The double D's on his outfit stands for Dead Man Dope. Because he's dope, okay? <laughs> like, what does he do? Look, he can control he people. people. He possesses them. And that's the coolest. Because you can get information out of them. You can make people do stuff. Dead Man is legit. My goodness. And Dead Man just has the coolest costume because his collars are like double his head, okay? Double his <laughs> head height. He's the, he's the coolest guy I've ever seen. He's right. <laughs> I don't know who other who else they could do. Like uh, they could they could incorporate the new Miss Marvel. John, how do you do you like the new Miss Marvel comics more than regular Captain Marvel? I, I was going to say that, but I mean it's kind of not relevant to. Yeah, I mean we just got a Captain Marvel movie. People would be confused. <laughs> uh, but yes, I do. Uh, she's younger. Uh, she comes from a different background. A, uh, you know, she's Middle Eastern, right? Yes, she's she's uh, has a Muslim family, and uh, yeah, it's it's really cool. And uh, the comics are actually really entertaining and fun, and they are lighthearted. They felt like the uh, the definite Marvel movie uh, caricature, I guess. Mm-hmm. She would fit you know, right like, in. Like, would... yeah, you could easily make the movie, and it'd be like Spider Man esque, where it's like something people really like if you really wanted her in a movie they could do the champions run in which they had the alexander nova he's like the new nova after richard Ryder. you could have miles you could have the uh, amadeus cho which is the new hulk you could have miss marvel and then you can have the squirrel girl vision's daughter um squirrel girl why not why not and squirrel girl why not anna kendrick squirrel girl why not Oh my goodness. With that, uh, we're going to wrap this episode up. Uh, we're Cinema 7. Uh, Resurgence. <laughs> Resurgence. <laughs> uh, look us up on all social media on Twitter and Instagram. We're Cinema 7 underscore pod. If you want to know how to spell, how we spell 7, if you found us, just go back to the episode title or look at how uh, we spell 7, which is the number 7 E V N. Uh, look us up on the internets at uh, cinema just the number seven podcast.com. Uh, you can learn more about us there. Uh, you can also listen to the 100th episode to learn a little bit about our friendship and stuff like that. That we, uh, some of the stuff we like. Thanks for listening. If you got this far, I know Chris Hawk's review was never ending, like 10 minutes long. <laughs> Uh, I think we had a pretty good discussion. We talked about what we could. I mean, it was there, we talked as, about as, as three white men. It was a good discussion. <laughs> it was a it was a good discussion. Yes, yes, Queen. But uh, <laughs> Chris Hawk, send us off. So before I go, John Kenoki. Uh oh. Yeah. Oscar Isaac just turned forty. What did you get him? Nothing. Oh, wait, God. wait, wait, wait! I have a question about Oscar Isaac too. John, to John, John, he wants to be Snake in the Metal Gear movie. Why the hell not do it? He doesn't say a lot, and uh, most of it's cinematic cutscenes. So okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As always, from us at Cinema Seven Resurgence, we want to thank you always for listening with us. We want to thank you always for watching with us. And we want to thank you always for exploring with us.
Hey, if you like this song, go on SoundCloud and check out Full Fledged. Their whole album is out, Brute Awakening. Uh, this song is called Dead Revolution. They have a lot of other cool songs. If you uh, dig this, they kind of got a mesh of all kinds of different styles. And uh, our good buddies, Jeff and Derek, and the rest of them are uh, doing some cool things. So check out Full Fledged on SoundCloud. And we hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you ever want to be on and talk to us nerds, just email us at cinema 7 podcast at gmail.com and um go check us out on patreon if you like us support us on patreon that'd be awesome and hey we love you peace out